Hey, podcasters. What's up? We have our friend Erica here again today. We're having like a boutique 101 HCS 101 talk. So we're talking about all things boutique. I feel like I get those questions a lot um, from like people who want to start their own business to just customers who are curious. So I thought, why not have the conversation with our boutique assistant about like how things go down and what we do and how we do them. So first and foremost, today's mug is week two again of on a water bottle. I had this last week as well. And I'm just like upping my water intake. So you may see a bunch of water bottles. Do you have a mug today, Miss Erica? I do. She knew what's up. I have this one today. Oh, but first Jesus. That's a good one. And it's a good size. Lord knows I need some Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So... I, before we went into what we're actually here for, tell them about your coffee mug craziness because I feel like the people need to know this. Oh, so I'm a weirdo with my coffee mugs. Um, they have to be a certain size and a certain shape, and the lip has to be like a certain a certain width, and it can't like tilt, and it can't tip in, and it can't like I'm weird. So like I have my Starbucks mug up here as well. Um, this was. I don't even like it, but I'll drink out of it. It's it suffices, um, but it's too big. It's like too wide. And then I like this cup, but it doesn't have enough cup, so I can only drink a very small cup of coffee. I'm very much a Lorelai Gilmore, and I need it in a vat. So I definitely there's this, and then. I've had like three coffee mugs that I loved and they all broke within the last like two months. So I need to just go get more. <laughs> I feel like the level of, like, I don't, I, I see like the too small, too big thing. Like I get that. The, the lid is, the lip is too wide thing. It's a whole other, it's like a new level of crazy town that you've like, you're the yeah. mayor of. It's fine. Yeah. Just wave to the people. It's fine. and that's literally the conversations we have like that that's a thing like there's been many times where i'm like oh this is so cute i would love to send erica a mug she loves coffee and then i go nope she's gonna hate it nope (laughs) nope like literally i've put multiple mugs in an amazon cart to send you a gift and i'm like nope she ain't gonna drink out of that she's gonna put pens in it (laughs) yep i do that (laughs) so i I just I don't like them. I have a, I found one at, um, uh, oh, what's that store? Brian, I found it a couple months ago. And oh, like, um, Burlington Coat Yep, I, could, I was like, there's a bee. I know, I knew what you're yeah, talking about. I, I found a mug there, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute, and I was so excited about it, and I got home, and I put coffee in it, and I went, because I know it changes the taste of the coffee. And I know that that is crazy. And I will wear the mayor. <laughs> but it said Lash Boss on it, and it was super cute. So that just holds kids downstairs. <laughs> I will keep all of my judgment inside. I'll keep it inside. <laughs> so now that we realize that she's completely insane and we can't trust her opinion, let's have a conversation about what she thinks. So. <laughs> So I want to talk about the boutique. So I feel like most people at this point kind of know my story. Um, I originally was the person who knew nothing about fashion. 
I was in my 20s still wearing like t-shirts and sweatpants from high school. Going to the mall was a torturous experience. I think the only person who hated it more than me was my mother because she had to take me. And I hated it. I was the girl who was crying in the the try-on room. I could never find anything to wear. It would take us days and multiple trips to find dresses for like big occasions. It was terrible. Um, I had originally worked for an MLM. Um, I tried on their clothes originally, fell in love, joined the company. My parents and my friends and family were like, uh, you're doing what with what? Because I was not the fashion girl, any way, shape, or form. Um, Deb and I did it together. We loved it. And then we hit this point where I was like, should I start my own? I want more control. I want to grow. I want to I be my own company. Do I do it? Do I not do it? And I ended up needing a dress. We went to this bigger mall that wasn't near us. And I was like, this is the mall because there's going to be more stuff. It's three floors. I mean, it literally took Devin and I hours to go through and view all the stores and look at all the things. And there wasn't one store in that mall that carried dresses that would fit my size. That one store. And I ended up leaving so frustrated and so angry. And I remember saying out loud, like, I thought obesity was like the epidemic of this country. Why are there no clothes that fit my body? Why? Why are there no clothes? And then I got in the car and I just remember thinking, well, if they don't make it, F it, I'll figure it out. I'll do it. And it just, and that was like my moment that I needed to figure it out. And I kind of just jumped. I let Devin know this is what I wanted to do. Devin is always Mr. Supportive. We figured it out. I was in college. I literally just like had a class one afternoon. I drove to the airport. I already had a flight. Oh my gosh, the baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I love him. And he, you're totally fine. Um, I jumped on a flight that night, flew out, got in LA by myself at like one o'clock in the morning. Very eagerly stood outside LAX trying to get an Uber, went from the Uber to my hotel, went right to my room, sat on that bed and was like, oh my God, I'm here and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I, got, I barely slept at all, maybe two hours, got up, packed all my stuff back in my suitcase, was like, I need to get to the fashion district, took an Uber to the fashion district and I rolled my luggage through the fashion district and went into shops and sold, showed them my wholesale license because at that point I had applied for that and I shopped. And I was like, I can't order this stuff online. I need to touch it and feel it and see it and try it on. So I did. And it was literally, I am a New Yorker. So like hot for me is like 78. I'm like, why is it so toasty in here? And it was literally like 104 degrees. So I was sweating, trying on winter clothes in California. Like, this is my dream and I'm going to make it happen. And it was one of those things where, like, I didn't, you know, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I didn't know it was my dream until I was already doing it. Yeah, for sure. Like, very Absolutely. much, like, my passion, my everything. And... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really funny, because when you're talking about, you know, your mall experience, and the only person who dreaded it more was, than you, was your mom, like, that's also very much me, and, like, I very much relate to that, because crying in dressing rooms, and you know, 
mom realizing, hey, we have to go find a prom dress and literally verbally signing um, at the thought of going to the mall with me was uh, definitely not our idea of a fun time. So I think it's very funny how when you, you have that experience and you went, I need to do something about it. And I had the experience and I went, I suck. <laughs> so it was very much like, and we've had that conversation before too, about how, you know, a lot of people blame themselves rather than realizing it's an industry problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I very much was a, this is my fault. This, you know, I need to fix it. This is my problem. They don't make clothes this size. I need to be smaller. And I went through that whole rigmarole and you very much were like, nope, we're going to fix it. We're going to do something about it. We're going to get out here and you like go into action. And I just admire you for that because our journeys are very similar, but the end result is very different. It's definitely, it's definitely, I haven't always been that person. I I mean, I have to own that. I mean, the work that went into that was, I mean, you could see my therapy bills there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, you know what I mean? Like it was one of those things. Like I had to do the work and I had to realize that it wasn't just me because it's not just a curvy girl problem. I mean, this whole thing, I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok where it's like mid-sized girls. They struggle. They struggle just like we do. I We have multiple girls in the group who wear a size double zero zero who cannot gain weight. They're at doctor's appointments almost monthly trying different shakes and different things because they can't put the weight on and nothing fits them either and that's very much my brother so i know that that's i've always known that that's a real problem because i've watched my brother struggle to gain weight um meanwhile me and my sister have no problem um doing that yeah so it's weird how the genes work but i i literally i'm glad that i did because I've seen a lot of girls that are bigger skinny shame and I don't, I don't like body shaming on any degree. So I very much know that even skinny girls are, I'm too skinny and have that kind of thought process, but I would have never known that had my brother not struggled and you know, my sister and you know, me and my sister have gone like this. We've gone to, you know, skinny to mid-size to plus size and, all over the place so yeah throughout all of that though i truly didn't realize that it wasn't a that it wasn't a uh, <laughs> what does he have is it, door is it the door stopper i was like i heard that sound before because i hit mine at least once a day i mean i don't think yeah. anyone's gonna mind baby I'm, voice. I'm gonna go move him and redirect it we but keep talking yes absolutely um so my thing is I just, and it's so funny because back to back, I I mean, literally, because the episode that launched last week is all about my journey. I mean, I literally get choked up through that episode and I just talk about my struggle from when I was a kid till up until a year ago and what that looked like food wise, exercise wise, clothes wise. And I even say on that podcast, like, and it's, it's, it's everyone's own journey for me. Like I want to be able to see my feet when I stand up and look down. I don't know why that's a thing for me, but it is. 
It's also me wanting to be able to have a baby at some point. It's, it's multiple things. And I can look at other people and love and accept and not put the shame that I put on myself. Because I see girls and you'll feel, yeah, you know, you feel the same way who are 22, 2022 and 2024. And even, even in more sizes than that and mid-sized girls and skinny girls and see them in something incredible and be like, dang, that girl is killing the game. Right. We do that, but we, we don't always view ourselves that way. And I think it's a big, big reason why I wanted to do this because I know for me, I wasn't able to start this journey of viewing my body as something that I wanted to take care of, not shame, but take care of and love and treat as such until I actually was loving it because I can love the only body I'm ever going to have. And also realize that I want it to be a different size or I need it to be a different size. And I think the size and more about the health that comes with the size sometimes. Yeah. I see a lot of big girls and I, and I say big that their work's not mine, but big girls who are extremely healthy, they're just big and they like it that way. And that's totally fine. I think it's definitely a, it's more on a health I want to be healthy, not I want to be skinny. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what starts is being able to find clothes that actually fit your body. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, agree. how many, I feel like you're going to relate to this, and I promise we'll actually get to the point of this live in just a second. But like one, okay, I'm going to exercise. Got to find exercise clothes that fit. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I very much am the person who's like, okay, where's my bright shirts and some shorts? <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah, I very, but and I'm lucky because my husband's bigger than I am, so I can absolutely pull from his side of the closet and just accept it and move on. Yeah, and you know, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'll eventually get there. But you know what? I never do. I never go look for clothes and fit me because I feel more comfortable in larger clothes. Yeah. And you know that's because yeah, you for see sure. me order a 3X. You're like, Erica, you're not a 3X. Why did you do that? Because it'll fit Yeah, we did, that with, we did that with Judy Blues. We did that with Judy yep. Blues. And that was the thing. Like, Erica was able to love this boutique and the clothes we had and look at my launches and go, oh, I love that. But then not actually be able to pull the trigger for her own stuff because she was like, oh, well, not for me, though. I can't do it. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, you can. I also do it. No, 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 no. Because she, she did the same thing. She, she was able to love everybody else and not put it on her, just like I was talking about. But let's, uh, we, I know Sorry. we could do this all day. We could, we could. Real back in. We're really back in. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. So that was how we started, and then we just kind of ran from there, and we grew very quickly. Thankfully, um, our original customers, very few of them stayed. We were with a well-known brand, and when we went out on our own and said, "Hey, we're doing our own thing," I think that scared women. I think they were afraid to order clothes online again, and then feel like they did when they used to do it. So a big chunk of our original like ride or die buyers and shoppers and community members peaced out. They left because they were afraid, not because they didn't trust Dev and I. I think it was more of their own self-doubt within them 
what if this doesn't fit anymore? What if I start feeling badly again? So we, of course, did and were able to thankfully rebuild and find new people to trust us and grow with us. And then we needed Miss Erica. So Erica actually has a really interesting role. She is, of course, our customer service person, but she does, she's ahead of all of our graphics. So anything you've seen hand-drawn or created, I would say 9.5 out of 10, Erica created it. She's super, super talented in that aspect and can draw and create. And I can just like speak random babble ideas to her. And she goes, no, 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 I'm following you. And then she can create what I'm thinking, which I can't even do because I can't even really put it into real words. But she does it, so it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know why I've always kind of been that way. Um, I mean, back a long time ago when I had my own business uh, doing artistic stuff, that's I was painting Bibles, and people would be like, "Okay, so this is what I want," and they'd ramble through it, and they'd be like, "I'm so sorry, that's probably so complicated." And I'm like, "No, I got it." And by the time they received their Bible, they're like. This is exactly what I was picturing. I don't know how I do it. I, I don't even pretend to understand how I understand, but I can see it and I can see the vision and I and then I create it and I and I put it into into tangible, you know, um, artwork. So I I thoroughly enjoy that part. And it's funny because in the beginning, that's definitely when we first started this, that was definitely not in the job description. Yeah. Um, and it kind of morphed into the job description. Yeah. Um, I very much was customer service and. Um, How dare you put that you baby know, down? How dare you put I that know. baby down? I'm Ridiculous. <laughs> Look at him. He's such but a I was very much just customer service and I was very much, um, not just, but, you know, it was interacting and it was you know helping you do keep track of things and yeah you know very much an assistant role as people picture an assistant role and don't get me wrong I still have those duties too but they're definitely um I would say not used as much as the graphic design yeah visual uh part that yeah. I do which I thoroughly enjoy no I agree I totally agree. Um, so that's, so that's very much like this role that she plays, but then to kind of take us back. So I went and I shopped and I did those things and I order months and months and months and months out. And it used to be that all of those orders, all the hundreds and hundreds of pieces would come to our apartment and we would unbox and check for quantity or quality issues, which very little cause we love our vendors and we would, organize and bag and label and store and then show and then we'd photograph and or and then create outfits and it was very much here we've actually been able to grow enough at this point to be able to put some of that in a warehouse while i do get samples here and some things here i'm able to store it somewhere else which makes me be able to live in my apartment a little bit which is so very exciting and then um but it's very much this always months ahead always months ahead. We don't order something and it comes in three days later, like you, or the next day, like you would on Amazon. I planned for winter and Christmas and Black Friday last month. I was planning for Black Friday this past week because it's always a in the future game. 
while you're also balancing the what's happening right now. And I think that's something that people don't always understand. But when we order from a vendor, it's months out because I'm saying, hey, I want this in this color, this many. And sometimes they're actually going to go and be cut and sewn and packed two weeks after I place that order. They're not actual clothes yet. They're ideas of clothes yet. And I think I'd love to get to this point where I could have all of my own custom pieces. So it wasn't something else somebody else might have in another boutique, but it was just HCS with an HCS tag. I think that would be super awesome. But it's this balance, and it's also trying to always – you guys know I'm all about inclusivity, and I want everyone to feel welcome and like things fit here. And being able to do that means – saying no to sometimes cute things because I don't think they're going to make everyone feel good. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I don't see a lot of other boutiques do. And I'm friends with a lot of other boutique owners, but Eric and I have had this conversation too. You'll see a lot of brands who say we are plus size inclusive and they have three things of the 2,500 that are on their site actually be for girls and they'll go up to like size 16, which I don't really consider plus size inclusive. So that's something that's really important to me to making sure on a limited minimum time, at least from small to three X, we have those items. He is the crankiest. You're fine. You are fine. Literally, it's only because we're recording. Otherwise he'd be quiet. We know that. Oh, I know. Absolutely. I'm, and I wish I could just go stick him downstairs. You're totally but, fine. Right now, so I'm like, oh. You're fine. It's um, together. Oh, the face. He's like, how dare you? I require all the attention. I know. And he wants all the things on my desk right now. I have makeup and things. and. I mean, it's all fine. It's fine. All strewn around. So, But I think that's, you know what I mean? That's one of those things where... That's the beauty, the complicated, but the beauty of this business. I get to make, and Erica, I mean, we literally will go through and I'm like, what do you think about this one? What do you think about this one? Oh, I love this one. So I have all the control, but I also have all of the control. So it's figuring out after I try on, and sometimes I've tried something on three months ago. So there's lots of videos and there's lots of fit and figuring out and creating all those size charts and lots of little intricate pieces that take a lot of time that I think people don't realize. I actually had someone message me yesterday and they were like, well, I, I see that you have a size chart. Can you like encourage other boutique people to like get that from the people you're buying the clothes from? Cause I need a size chart for like those places too. And I was like, Oh, big girl, those don't come from vendors. Those come from my brain. Yeah, I, I was. I made that. I saw a pair of shorts, real cute. Instagram, Instagram got me. You know how sometimes you see those ads and you're like, "Oh, that's cute." So I saw a pair of shorts. And I was like, "Man, those are kind of cute." And you know, so I click on it and I'm like, "All right." And I'm like, "Okay, sixty dollars for shorts. That's okay. That's steep, but you know, it's probably from a good vendor because you know I work for a boutique. I, I understand, you know." And then I go and I'm looking and I'm looking and it says plus size and I'm like, great, where's the plus size model? There's no plus size model. Okay. Where's the size chart? No, no size chart. 
okay, I'm not going to get those shorts. X. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I get, you know, before mm -hmm. I would have probably been like, oh, they say it's plus size, so I'm going to go ahead and buy it, even though there's nobody plus size wearing it, and I'm just going to get my normal thing. I probably would have done that prior working for HCS. But now that I see how much time and effort and just all over care that goes into everything that you do behind the scenes, it's something that I would have never understood not working for a boutique. I would have never understood not working for this particular boutique, and I would have continued the it's my fault role mm -hmm. when I inevitably got those shorts that did not fit my frame or my body. Yeah. And I would have played that game. So Absolutely. I just now if they we don't all have. have these particular things, I don't do it. And not to mention they were denim. So I already was like, I don't know, they're not Judy Blue, so I think I'm gonna do it. I mean she's not right. Judy Blue. So I was like, I refuse to have denim in my closet that's not Judy Blue anymore. So Because if it doesn't make you feel good, why do it? If it doesn't yeah. make you feel good, why do it? That's where I got. If my clothes don't make yeah. me feel good, I'm not doing it. There are so many yeah. other things that I and anyone listening and watching, you could spend your hard-earned money on. If clothes don't make you feel good, don't buy them. Return them. That's just yeah. that's just that's all it is. So it's a lot of that, and it's a lot of really trying to guess and really also know our customers to know what we think we're gonna like. Erica and I play that game a lot. Oh, well, I saw so-and-so, and she looked so good, and I have a few other people who wear that size. I think they'll love this. We need some yeah, more glue. It's a mm -hmm. game of so-and-so oh, is going to love this, or oh, my gosh, so-and-so is going to be so excited when she sees us in, or yep. so-and-so's, you know, so-and-so. I almost gave very yeah. much a customer away, but I we know our customers, and so and it took me a while to get there, but now... I know those customers and I get to play that game along with Emily. I'm like, no, you're right. She's going to love that. And it's like, oh, that's going to look so good on her. That's going to look so good on her. We we don't just, and I, I have very, very little to do with the picking process, I promise. But um, you don't want me picking anything out. Um, it would be very not good. Um, there'd be a lot of camo and a lot of tampering and not a lot of anything else. Um, <laughs> But when I'm, you know, going through these things, it's I very much get to play that game of, yes, this is what we envision the customer in it. We envision the people in the clothes. And I think that when we're picking those things out, it's very much a, it's a, I know you're not supposed to make business personal, but it's very personal to yeah. HCS and everyone included, you know, there's not a day that goes, I, Devin the other day said, so-and-so is going to love this about our water bottle. And yep. when you saw it, and it was, it's very true. It's, we all three do it. And it's, you know, I, I just love it. I think, I think that's the, I think that's the most important piece that we could probably do this for hours and the intricacies of the site and the website and the app and the adding and the, this and the, and the work. But at the end of the day, we're still here doing it because we know our customer and we like our customer. And we generally are excited when new people get things and new people come join and new people love stuff because we just continue to grow. I mean, if we're being totally honest, I don't think I've actually said this on a platform thus far. But Erica knows, and so the seven, my goal is I would love 
for HCS to be a literal place. Like I want it to be an actual store and I would like for it to be a store that's also part coffee shop. So it's like the perfect girl's day. No matter what size you and your friends wear, you walk into HCS and there's motivation and there's self-love and there's clothes that make everyone feel good. You can shop, you can try on, you can do the things. And then you can walk across the floor and there's a cute little coffee shop with coffee and teas and snacks and goodies where you guys can go and hang and chit chat after you shop. Like that is the goal. I want that to be something real and be able to have multiple locations. So and let this be said that at this given point, I have requested Erica hours, which would be after hour coffee hours because not everybody stops drinking coffee at 8 p.m. And some people like a nice cup of coffee. Yeah, we'll have to just like slap a drive through on the coffee side so you can go through. Uh -huh. But it'll have it. I will make the coffee. I will work. <laughs> She's just going to go in. It's fine. We'll just put your logo on the cup. How much would you die if you showed up to a coffee shop and your logo was on the side of the cup? We like Erica hours. I'd be like, ah! I cannot. I cannot. So, guys, I know. How over are we? Have to be over. Oh, we didn't go super over. I'm proud of us. So that's the kind of just us in a nutshell. I mean, I wanted to kind of give you that taste. Um, we're looking to make more behind the scenes video and picture and let you guys know what's going on. I mean, honestly, anything that has Devin's face on it, you guys just eat up. They eat it up. It's, it's like ridiculous. So we'll try to get some more Mr. Devin in there too. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to let you guys know kind of how this goes and how it works. And we appreciate you and your gorgeous faces. We're very thankful that Erica came and hang with us. And Mr. Logan, he's he's my bud. Yeah. I love him. We'll keep him. I agree. He's like the mascot. He is a little baby. <laughs> All right, y'all. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.